Good morning. Welcome to another podcast. Embarrassingly, I started recording and I was like four minutes in when I realized my microphone's not connected correctly. So, um, we've been going through Proverbs. Um, we are at chapter one, verse eighteen. Sorry, I almost didn't get any recordings in today. I've been um, well, I, I just focus on something else, honestly, no good like reason or something. So. Let's talk about Proverbs here. So I'm going to go through 1, uh, 18 and 19 to finish off the previous section. We were talking about um, people lying in, you know, laying traps for others and trying to grab them. We're talking about what that means. I'm going to continue on with this. Um, so verse 18 says, And they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the lives of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. So the last two bits there. So it's they and they lay wait for their own blood. So surely in vain the net is spread in sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So essentially, if you're going to go out and you're going to do bad things, you're going to try to do bad things in order um, sort of the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain. Because it's essentially that I'm trying to gain at your expense. Um, when you're greedy, so if I'm not greedy for gain and I'm looking to acquire more, it, for me, like where I'm at in life right now, I want to go get a home for my family. I want to do that, but I don't want to do it in bad ways. I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy for it. I want it, and I work towards it. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I honestly think it's going to happen. I believe that a lot of the things we pursue it do happen. We just struggle through it or it fails, but. I'm not greedy for it, but if I were greedy for it, I would do things like steal, sell drugs. I would I would do things that are harmful to other people. Trying to get to trying to acquire it. You get people that squat at other people's houses. And I'm sure sometimes that's a you know it makes sense, but on the other hand, you're taking somebody's home that they paid for, and which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. So you don't. Don't take from people. It's bad for them. It's harmful for them. It's also going to be harmful for you. Guaranteed. Um, I got one of you. Um, if you're listening, you feel a little called out. This is intentional. You know when I said you shouldn't commit violence, even though you feel the need to, that it's not going to work out for you. The scripture is speaking to that. You create a plan and you're preparing to do something that's bad. You're setting a trap. When this thing happens, and I've, I've been in... These situations, I've been in situations before where it's been violent, uh, so of others, it has never worked out in a way that I thought was nice. I hate winning. I hate being on that side because then now I am, that's who I am. I am now that person. I just took a human being and I did something to him that was bad and I did that. Now what happens with us is I like to, I think most people will rationalize why that was okay and move on with their life because it's easier for them to live life thinking that they were in the right even though they weren't, so they're living a lie. Than it is to face the reality that you're evil. You need to, you, you need to own that. And again, I own that I'm evil, and that keeps me from doing that. That keeps me from acting. And I got to tell you, there's been so many times, so many times I've wanted to act out on people, and I've not. And that was better for me than didn't, because I've been on the side where I did act out, and that doesn't it doesn't work. Uh, that, that that escalates the issue, especially as an adult. It escalates the issue. Um, it's something people struggle with when you're younger and it's there's a lot of hormones running through your body. It's just nothing that you can do about it. It gets easier as you get older. People calm down. Um, and those people that are bad, the people that would entice you to engage in that way, 
they lie in wait for their own blood. They end up self-consuming. They end up living lives reflective of someone like that. That it's they could be successful. They could be wealthy. They could be billionaires, right? But they're still lonely. They're still they don't they don't have quality relationships. You know, I I might be poor, but I'm rich in people, and that's what I like. I like having good people around me as opposed to having money. So the call of wisdom. Let's move on to twenty. <laughs> now that I'm done pushing a point. Um, let's see, wisdom crieth without, she uttereth her voice in the street. So, um, wisdom is being likened to a person, to a human, like, I'm going to say human being here. Um, wisdom crieth with, without, what's, what does it mean by without? Um, um, coots, coots, that's how you pronounce it, uh, Hebrews 23:51. Let's see, both forms, feminine and the pearl, from an unused root meaning, to server properly separate by a wall that is outside. Well, that's really weird for the word without. Wisdom cries outdoors, outside. So kind of like, I know in the NIV it says like in the streets. So the idea is that it's it's just without. I don't know why we as English writers chose without. But well, this is this is King James. So that probably meant something a few hundred years ago. So wisdom cried outside she uttereth her voice what is uttereth nothan from hebrew 54 14 <laughs> i'm sure i'm butchering these uh primitive root to give used with great latitude of application um add apply a point so she cries out with her voice essentially in the streets so there's the street part so basically wisdom is available um what I get from that is, let's see, let's continue, though, because it's a continuation. There's a few, couple more verses here. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates in the city. She uttereth her words. How long? Okay, so let's let's stop there. Let's read these saying, and then she goes on to say. Um, one thing that's interesting is they liken wisdom to a woman, and... There are certain qualities of woman of a woman that are biblically, at least from my perspective, biblically well understood. And one is that empathy comes most from women. Um, that gentleness, that caring, that that just imagine your mother on a sick day, right? For your boys out there, your mom on a sick day, how she cares for you, she makes you soup. I'm sorry if you didn't have a mother or a mother that was like that didn't care for you. I'm sorry for that. Um, not everybody's perfect, so. But that's kind of what I see is like it's not if it was a, if it was an image of a man, there are examples of men and they're usually, you know, disciplined and stern and violent and judgy. And that's that's kind of what I get out of men in the Bible and, and women. It's, it's more empathetic and kind. So it's nice that we see wisdom, this thing that everybody should definitely have. And what I'm getting from this is it's everywhere. I mean, you if you just stop and you look for wisdom, you try to listen to it. Right. You stop and go, what is the wise thing to do here? You'll find it. I mean, if you're walking through an area and there's a woman screaming and screaming and screaming and it's out in the streets, man, you're going to hear it. And back then, a lot of stuff was made of stone. It wasn't made of soft materials like we build with today. You hear that. It echoes everywhere. You hear it. So, and I'm just imagining that because I've been, you know, I've been hiking. I've been around a lot of rocks and rocks don't absorb sound. They reflect it. So, you hear it. It echoes. Um, Splunking in caves, right? It's just bouncing off a rock. So, this to me is painting an image of an empathetic woman trying to provide to me something that I desperately need for my life, and she's not hiding it. It's not hard to come across. So let's see what she says here. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? 
and the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. So let's see. How long, ye simple ones? What's a simple one? That's a lot of Hebrew words there. Hebrews 66.12 from 66.01. Silly, that is deductible, foolish, simple. Um, foolish, I think, is simple nowadays is, is a tough meaning. I'm going to go with foolish on this one. Oh, I clicked a thing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So how long, you foolish ones, will you love foolishness? Um, that is seducible, foolish. Okay. And the scorners, scorners, uh, primitive root properly to make mouths at, that is to scoff. Hence from the effort to pronounce a foreign language to interpret or generally intercede. Ambassador have a, have in derision interpreter make a mock mocker scorn. So it's just, you know, when you're in school and someone picks on you because the way your glasses look or the way your voice sounds, that's, that's what we're going on about here. Um, so there are people that just love picking on others. In my family, we actually do this a lot. We 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 uh, riff on each other, and I, although I believe there's a healthy level, not all the time is everybody on board. And one thing that my family does poor at is knowing when to stop. A couple of us know how to stop, but the rest of us will just keep going. And then when someone gets really angry, like actually mad about what's going on, it's supposedly more funny and you just keep going. That's scorning. That's not a good thing. Stop it. Right. Um, I don't I don't I love riffing, but because of my experiences with it, I don't go very far. I usually will do a one off and it's usually quite good. And I stop again. If they don't get a laugh, I'm apologizing. And I'm very careful with who I do it with. I always get a laugh. They're never offended by it. If anything, they get me back and it's fun. Um, it just lets off a little steam, a little stress from the day. It's really nice. And fools hate knowledge. So I'm not really sure where simple, you know, how simple plays out here. Because I'm not not seeing much of an example of it. When we have fools down here, and fools hate knowledge. Um, cunning. What does that say? Norentally? I don't know. That's a, That's not even an English word. Knowledge, awares, um, let's see, we got wit in here. Okay, so how long will simple people love simplicity and mockers delight in their mocking and fools hate knowledge? Um, so what is the opposite of this stuff? Um, don't aim only for simplicity. I'm guessing there's times where like I have to deal with complexity in life. I have to make complex decisions. I'm making this move, for example. It's simple to just wait and go. We can go later in the Bible and the builder builds a tower, right? And he has to consider the cost. Otherwise, he's a fool, right? So I need to not just to keep things simple. And there's people that do that. Just keep it simple, right? Okay, but life isn't simple. Sometimes you need to be complicated. So don't I'm guessing this is going towards people that just avoid doing anything complicated or hard, and they just prefer the simple. You're a waste. You're a complete waste of human being. And I mean, it sounds so mean, but you wake up, you go through life, and you do nothing. There's a world around you full of people that need help, that struggle, and you have potential in you to be more than this basic thing that just exists and consumes. Go out and produce excess in something, and it doesn't need to be money right? It doesn't. I'm not providing you guys money. I'm not accepting money in return. I, I keep those options turned off. I won't even put ads up. This isn't for money. I spent a ton of time in metaphysics, which is the 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 study of spiritual things and the things that spiritual things tackle. It's metaphysics. I've been in love with that field. It's been important to me for well over a decade now. 
Um, I don't know at which point in my life I could be considered an expert. I don't know if I'd ever get there because this is a really tough area to, to be an expert in. There's people that claim to be experts and then other experts in their own field battle them on these things. They don't find a lot of agree agreements. It's very difficult. Um, mockers uh, delight in their mocking. Guilty. Okay, that's me. That's me right there and my family. That's just what we do. Um, and then fools hate knowledge. So it's like... Um, it's, it's like if you say that this is true, that this is fact, but there's actually no fact about it. It's just your own belief. Um, and you hate knowledge, meaning you, you won't accept. It's a really tough one. I'm going to go with an argument. I'm not a part of this argument, but I hear it all the time. Get a vaccine, right? Don't get a vaccine. Um, I, you know, I personally get vaccinated because I don't care. It's something we've come to understand as human beings. It's knowledgeable. It's not necessarily perfect. Nothing we ever engage in or do is. Um, every, and when I wake up, everything around me is human-based, and it all can kill me. I woke up this morning, and I forgot to turn my heater off, and it was sitting like two inches in front of my camping chair that I rest my feet on sometimes at night. And that could have burnt my house down, okay? That could, that's what that could have done. I was very upset with myself this morning. The fact is that the vaccines help. And they're made delicately. But there's people out there that say they don't. And I have yet to hear a, science, a valid scientific argument. And science as in the tool of observation, repeatable, uh, uh, I'm completely butchering that. But it's a tool of, to understand the world around us. And people come to these conclusions that you shouldn't get vaccines. When, when they try to, they just don't have any knowledge on it. If you have a religious reason for it, not hating you on it. I still think you're lacking because I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it states that you shouldn't consume medicine. I don't. We had medicine in Jesus' time. It was in the form of spiced wine. Spiced wine could be many things. It could be flavor. Back then it was herbs, not pills. And so you tasted your medicine and you swallowed it with a grape juice. It was tastier that way. Uh, it wasn't spoken against at all. Um, so... Anyways, uh, to me, that's what that is, is his hating knowledge. And we are all guilty of this. I, 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 uh, I picked on anti-vaxxers there, but that's that's not the only group of people. That Every human being does this in things. We, we claim something is true and it isn't, and we live by it. So always, always be challenging what you think you know. So that's all the time I have for today. I'm going to cut these down to 15 minutes because I'm going to use recording software instead of the website. The website will do uh, 30 minutes. Um, but if I upload, I can only handle 15 and I'm not willing to pay for some expensive service because, um, uh, I'm not willing to put money at this. So 15 minutes today, I might record another and put it out since it's shorter. I'm kind of lost in it, but I love you guys. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.